Hey everybody, welcome to the Jeff and Casey show. Um, this is part five of our mega cast, and um, we're gonna jump right into it. Next one is from Juan. Juan, okay. I heard from Juan in a while. We haven't heard from Juan in a while. It's good to hear from Juan. Now Juan is sending in a link because he knows that you had some fucked up experiences on Ambien. You mm-hmm. went Facebooking on Ambien, and you said yeah, the pictures started Facebook popping trip. out, and yeah, like weird no, shit happened. Yes, crazy. So it was bad. Uh, so here it says um, <clears throat> he's got a link to a news article called Ambien Sex. Well, well, I guess nah, this isn't really a news article. It's more like a uh, to support group. forum. Yes, yeah. right. Called Ambient Sex, and it's got some things in here like, Hi, my wife started taking Ambien recently. She would take it prior to bed, but after about 15, 20, she'd want to make love. Problem is, not on my side, she would do things that she would never do while mm-hmm. not on it, and then ask in the morning what we did. I had no idea about the amnesia of Ambien until this site. Is this common for women? And that, and there's like 500 responses. All the rest of them are like, I didn't know it has this effect. Where can I get it? And it's got the email address. That's literally the next reply, right? I had the same type of thing happen to me when I was on Ambien. My girlfriend said I would wake up in the middle of the night and act strange or have a weird conversation with myself for five to ten minutes, and then I would fall back asleep. I wouldn't remember a thing in the morning. We decided to try something a bit safer and found melatonin. It's a good supplement. It's not quite as powerful for the prescription as prescription meds, but you also don't have to worry about the negative side effects, et cetera, et cetera. There were a bunch where they were like, you know, my husband loves me to take Ambien, and I don't know about it because I'm I'm a Christian, and I'm like uh, I'm I'm uncomfortable with what happens when I'm on Ambien. So something like, my wife is a very conservative Southern lady. I am here to tell you the wildest, best, most memorable sex was when she was on Ambien. Unfortunately, I think that a tolerance develops. The situation only happened two or three times. She ultimately had to stop taking it because it caused severe depression. God damn it! You talked about somewhere like that, Jeff. It's nuts. It's nuts. So Ambien is some freaky shit, right? Like now, how is this drug legal? I guess because it doesn't kill you. And it's, it's fine. It, and it's and it's not super habit forming for a sleep okay. aid. That's the critical thing okay. that they always. So have. the fact that you do su- fucked up shit on it. They're fine. they're. It's supposed to be under review for some all these oh. weird things because people get in their car and drive. They, Whoa! They do crazy shit. Okay. No, it's 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 not that. I don't get it because like it. It just knocks you completely out. So for all we know, now if I can go back and reconstruct the night that you went on this Facebook bender. For <laughs> all we bender. for all we know, this was like a Tyler Durden thing. Like you like hooked up with no. some honeys on the Facebook chat or whatever. You went no. out, had ridiculous donkey cow mouth sex no. or whatever the fuck happened, no. right? You were on trial in your ex-girlfriend and all this shit, and then you came back home and you woke up in the morning, and you were like, like, huh, I guess I'll go tired, to RAD and do some programming. Do some yeah, exactly. For all you know, that's no, what happened, no, right? No, that's not what happened. The first rule about Ambien is you do not talk, talk about, about Ambien. Ambien. No, it is it is <clears throat> some crazy stuff. Watch yeah. out on Ambien. Yeah. Break the pills in half or fourths until yeah, you know I guess what's so. going on. Well, thank you, Juan, for letting Jeff know that he may have had sex with a number of people. No! Uh, that's just it. My Ambien trip is going to be Facebook. I didn't have anything good happen on my end. You wouldn't know. That's my point. You have no idea what happened. You probably can't remember because that's part of the side effects. Oh, God damn right? it. You maybe had know. wild sex with one of the 93-year-old no, women at your apartment Stop complex no. for all you know. Stop and it. she's happy and you can't remember. No. And that's what happened at 6 in the morning. Stop it. When she was up and ready to go. Now, 
Next one comes from Jeremy White. Okay. And he says he's doing his part, presumably with this email, mm-hmm. to prevent future robot apocalypse from occurring. Okay. And he says, sorry if you've already got this one. Okay. And he sent the link to Jeff. I'm wondering if you can guess what he sent the link to. Podcast? What are you talking? Oh, the link to... See if you can guess. You can't see the email. You're you're across the room. Singularity shit? Nope. You, uh, oh, come on, Jeff. If there's one email robot-related that we've gotten from every single listener who listens to the podcast, what was it? Oh, Geisha? Yep. Right. It's RoboGeisha. Yeah. Sorry, Jeremy. We got it. Like I hate to tell times. you, we've already seen yeah. RoboGeisha from a number of people. And yeah. if that's the worst that the Singularity Institute is going to send our way, I think we can probably handle it. Yeah, yeah. I, I was in favor of most things that were going on in the Robot Geisha trailer. I wasn't afraid of any of that. Me neither. Yeah. Geishas don't frighten me, actually. I think they're rather refined. Well, they may be refined. I think the only one I didn't like is the one that had blood coming out its ass or something when they stabbed it. Do you remember that? No. That was not the way it should go. Well, one thing I would say is there's not a huge difference between Geisha and Clown, Right? Yeah. In terms of like, hey, they've got white face makeup on and they're freaky and whatever the fuck. Oh, well. I hope uh, yeah, not. The clown fucks you. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you don't. It's, <laughs> I, I agree with that. Okay. Uh, it, the, the, I agree with life. the unidirectional statement that you made, but I think it doesn't uh, perhaps encompass the entire truth. Okay. All I'm saying is, geishas aren't scary and clowns are. Why? Geisha, I don't know. I, 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 the geisha thing doesn't do it for me. Like, I know there's a lot of people that groove on that. Yeah. I just see. But they're not scary. Whether whether they're attractive or not. No, they're side. not scary. They're not scary. They can't. They're wrapped up. Like worst case, their their running speed is quite slow. They can only move their feet. Whereas so clowns fast. have these huge shoes on. Yeah, they can go nine. Like they can Air Jordans yeah. or something. Right. You never yeah. know with a clown. Yeah. But with a high bingo. Right. With a geisha, yeah. they they have okay. a top speed. All right. So I'm not worried. Uh. So anyway. Uh. Thankfully, Jeremy White actually sent a bunch of actual text instead of just RoboGeisha because otherwise we're going to be like, we've already seen RoboGeisha. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> he sent us a story. Oh, okay. Now, I don't know what your opinion is on me reading. It's fairly long. Would you like me to read the story? Is it a funny story? I don't know because we're doing these emails real time. Okay. Here's what we do. We could always edit it out. Yeah, yeah. So All right, the, so yeah, tell the story. <clears throat> As for the story, this is an odd one. If you don't have time to read this, the last paragraph is the question. Of course, if Jeff gets this, you might find other ideas inside the story. I'm banking that he'll be too lazy to read through it, though. It's probably true, because I did not read through it. I had recently had a class in computer security, which was taught by a consultant who openly told us at the beginning of the course that he was teaching partly because the class hours count towards his security certifications. That sounds like a good start. Yeah. The discussion about it during class left me thinking about where else this happens, but I kind of left that on the back burner. Just this weekend, the whole notion resurfaced when I had a dream about it. In the dream, California had passed a law requiring game company owners to maintain some sort of license, which could only be kept by teaching undergrad or grad-level courses. Long story short, I found myself attending a class taught by Jeff, Due to said license law. Now, this story, we're not cutting this. This is this already sounds fantastic so far. I okay. love the whole concept. I'm not sure if I like my <laughs> listeners dreaming about me. 
That's well, you would if they were thirty plus. Yeah, apparently, okay, right? Yeah. All right. I just need to make some. Anyway, I'm not sure how I got there since I go to class in Florida. But either way, Jeff proceeded to pass on his wisdom to our class about game programming. Of course, somehow Casey was a TA. That's bullshit. <laughs> and the course devolved into just a discussion on good, no good. Our final project was supposed to be a huge study of a particular good, no good topic, <laughs> and my dream magically fast-forwarded to the due date. My team was presenting on commuters in California, and we had videotaped people asking them if they drove and other details under the guise of a legitimate undergraduate study. And I bet Jeff would say that it was. <laughs> but this in and of itself was not interesting enough, so we also managed to get people from Second Life who admitted to living in California to testify about driving habits, as well as a forum... Uh, YouTube producers and other internet users who could verify they lived in California. The idea was to observe someone, question them, and ask ourselves if that person's driving was either good or no good. We compiled all of our data into a 10-minute video and discussed and discussion with Jeff butting in the whole time, usually clutching his face and telling us when to skip chapters of our presentation DVD. That sounds perfect. He this dream is startlingly accurate yeah, to what would actually happen, really except that happen. I wouldn't be TA, I would be the dean. No. <laughs> Now, our project won the highest grade mostly because Jeff freaked on freaked on just about every interview and of course Casey was left to do the grading since Jeff wouldn't touch the video. <laughs> I was sad when I woke up. Despite all of Jeff's suffering and watching Casey laughing at him the whole way through, for some reason the entire class was captivated and not laughing, seeming to treat Jeff's opinion as sovereign and divinely inspired. Which it is. I admit it was creepy during those no, moments. It, it is. It was probably the single best way for Jeff to touch society. So to speak, yeah. I'm adding, I added the yeah. so to speak there. Something that I think we all agree, while not necessarily good or bad, or no good, would be supremely marketable and profoundly stimulating. <laughs> I was also looking forward to the field study homework, which involved espionage on a session of porn and pancakes. The class took place in 2008, oddly enough. I wish I was making this up because it felt like such creative genius at the time. Still, it's only as I type out this email that I realized it was just horribly messed up. It was just a horribly messed up dream, one that I had to share. The good no good question is, if Jeff had to get a certification and it required any amount of teaching, but Jeff could make up whatever he construed to be a reasonable course load, would that be good or no good? Okay, so what's the good, no good? Paraphrase that a little tighter then. The paraphrase for the good, no good is you are required to teach courses every year. Like for some reason, of some kind. community service, right. community state law, in order to have a license to program, in order to run your company, whatever. Some law requires you, compels you to teach a course every year. I see. Okay. Obviously, I think his assumption here is you're going to say that's no good. So the, the, Additional element that he throws in is you are allowed to make up the course load. Whatever you think right. you want, is that good or no good? Oh, yeah, that's fine. Okay. Like, I, I would impart all kinds of knowledge. I think what's interesting to me is he talked about how he had different internet users, kinds of users. Yeah, Second Life and forums yeah, and, YouTube and, and YouTube producers. And like that and talked about how they were driving because yeah. I was immediately thinking of like... You know, the Second Life guys would never get to their destination because the lag would be so bad on their freeway. They could never get to where anyone yeah. was going. Well, they just fly around, yeah, too, Yeah, right? and then YouTube, they'd just be, like, road rage, screaming racial obscenities at yeah, each other yeah, at yeah. the window, right? Yeah. Full on. No, I well, think... Well, Jeff, what would like, your course be? What would your course be on? 
Uh, or would it just be called Good No Good? <laughs> and every day is a lecture on something that is no good. I think, I think if I taught a class, it would be whatever I worked on this morning. So I do no have uh, to no do prep. Nothing, you just right? come in and go. So here's what I was working on. Yeah. No, say that I reminds just, me. I'd be just like, all right, you know what? Today we're going to talk about uh, Huffman trees, making them fat, and tomorrow. It's about pornography because that's what I happen to be doing. That it would only be well. First of all, if that was, no, if, it, if it was literally no what you were doing that morning, then it would be about pornography every day. No. Uh, well, since I, I have to fucking TA your stupid shit yeah, course, you have to be you yeah. have to be creating the tests yeah. and stuff. Exactly. I'm you'd in a pretty awkward be, position. You'd have to be rushing to catch up all the yeah. time. Uh, no, I actually don't mind teaching people stuff. In fact, I told my brother I'd like to teach him programming because he's he's a. Uh, uh, good and logical and stuff like that. He just never got into computers early. And I'm like, right, because you're always talking the keyboard. Probably because I was always yeah. stealing the Atari 800. Yeah. But in any case, yeah, no, I don't, I don't mind. I don't mind that. Well, thank you, Jeremy, for sending yes. in that story. That was, that was quite story. a good story, actually. I rather enjoyed it, except from the fact that I was a TA. <laughs> That's bullshit. Stop it. Uh, so let's go up to, let, let's keep it in the family here, shall we? Okay. Let's go up to Susan Muratori. Oh, your mom. Okay. My lovely mother who sends yes. us links from time to time. She does. She sent an email titled Shlomo sees a mermaid. Okay. And it has a link. Shlomo. She says it's much like Horton hears a who. Okay. And this is from, uh, WIVB.com. Okay. And I'm not sure exactly what that is, but it is, uh, some kind of a yeah i can't I guess i can't actually tell exactly where the site uh comes from but it says mermaid sighting reported in israel okay right <clears throat> which is uh it's a rough part of the world is a rough part of the world yeah it says the south went well first well, of all what immediately let, let happened is they saw a mermaid and then everyone said that's my mermaid no it's my mermaid, no, it's my mermaid. <laughs> no, you get seven tenths of yeah the exactly and- they immediately started a crusade to go yeah. capture the mermaid um, and the byline, which I guess says something about the quality of this news source, is, is it real or just a hoax? Yeah. Hint. <laughs> hoax. It's not real. <laughs> no, it is. But it is. It says, the Southwest has UFOs, Scotland has a Loch Ness Monster, now Israel has a mermaid. I also like that he just L- said they have them. Yes. Like, no, right. I mean, this isn't like right. a whole bunch of just fucked right. up human beings looking yes. for attention. Yes, exactly. No, they, yeah, unlike the people who are doing this podcast, for example. Yeah. Yes. Hey. Uh, live science reports that locals and tourists are flocking to the town of Kiryat Yon, hoping to catch a glimpse of a mermaid who has been spotted doing a few tricks and disappearing into the water. Well, I, when I celebrate Yom... What's the name of the city? <laughs> Kuryat Yom. Yom Kuryat? According to Shlomo Cohen, Fuck. one of the first people to see the mermaid, I was with friends when suddenly we saw a woman laying on the sand in a weird way. Mm-hmm. At first I thought she was just another sunbather, but when we approached, she jumped into the water and disappeared. We were all in shock because we saw she had a tail. Ah, I see. Kuryat Yam is now offering one million dollars to the first to snap first person to snap a photograph of the reported mermaid. I believe if there really is a mermaid, then so many people would come to Kuryat Yam. A lot more money will be made than one million dollars. Town spokesman Nadi Ziberman said. So, okay. So what? What the the town council decided to do basically was make lemonade out of lemons. Yes. Right? He said, "Okay, we've got a lunatic. Yep. That's let's milk fish, this. Yeah. And let's milk this, yep. and then bring it up 
Yeah. Um, let's not go with the Shlomo is crazy because right. that turns people off. Nobody's coming to this island, right? right? Yeah. It doesn't matter if you're 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 Jewish or, or right. Palestinian. Yeah. You know, you're not I'm gonna a, get anybody. Right. Right. But, Meanwhile, five thousand miles away in Florida, Robert Mealy is like, I wonder what the law says about yeah, mermaid right, mouths. Right. They're like, Isn't it? I don't think there's any gray area here. Yeah. Clearly not covered. Right. Yeah. I think he was just sitting there reading his paper quietly, just sitting yeah. there with his morning coffee yeah. on his porch. Yep. No pants. <laughs> <laughs> no and then just quietly mouth the word jackpot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right, like, yeah, exactly. I know where I'm going on yeah. my yeah. It's like vacation. I have seen what fish do with their mouths normally, and yeah. I only hope it I carries agree. forward. Yeah, yeah. Now, wow. So the town wants people to come see the mermaid. Yes. Now, now, normally, I guess what you're saying there is like, okay, we could have had the millionth visitor to our little island gets a million dollars or something like that as your promotion. Yeah. But he went with the mermaid because it like... It cost him a million dollars less. That's true. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. It says at the end of this, basically, the, the final paragraph of this article is basically PETA's worst nightmare. <laughs> It says, one of the earliest mermaid hoaxes involved showman P.T. Barnum and his Fiji mermaid. The creature, which was displayed in his museum, was actually a taxidermy fake. The head and torso of a small monkey were grafted onto the body and tail of a fish. Fuck! God damn it! Right? You know, like, stop grafting shit on shit. Like, how many Island of Dr. Moreau We don't need to, Yeah, but we don't need to go there, okay? You don't need to go... Oh, small monkey, head and torso of a small monkey grafted onto body and tail of fish, no good. Right. Like, I think we can just say that that's probably no good, all graftings, no good. And all graftings, no good. Like, what if it fucking worked? Okay, then we've got fucking monkeys. It was taxidermy. It's not live. I know, I'm just saying, like, all this bullshit, like... This is another one of those fucking things with you and the exotic pets breeding. No. Yeah, it's not, and it's gonna you can't be actually graph yes. a monkey and a fish yeah, together. I, I, look, I think what? Jeff has a real point here. Like, if somebody had waved the magic wand and it came to life... That's a good point. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. That's See, a good point. We don't want this what if, what if after you graph the dead monkey onto the dead fish, it comes back it's to life? What go. if that happens? Did you see that site that talked about all those crazy Russian scientists? No. And their crazy animal-human hybrid experiments? No, I didn't see that. Oh, I'll have to send that to you. It is horrible. He, this dude, I mean, like, in Russia, they were just like, hey, anything goes, man. Yeah. Whatever. You figure something yeah. out. It's, it's, the ends yeah. justify those means. I see. They have videos of a head only. What? They replaced everything else. And they have, like, this head of a dog with, like, circulatory machinery and stuff. Whoa. It is horrifying. Really? Yes. They have volunteers of women that volunteered to try to be inseminated by gorillas. Like, they were going for it in the 30s. Because Stalin apparently had this monkey man fetish thing. The fuck Army are you talking about? I'm going to send you the link. It is horrifying. Okay. So the Soviets, when they were able to fully go for it, is all I'm saying. In right. the 30s and 40s in the Cold War, right. anything to win. I'm imagining, it? in your mind, I'm imagining that like no. while you were watching this, you were going like... Please let them have done some like crotch kicking experiments on these monkey men, right? Like, like please let there be a series of no. things where like the head with the fake circulatory system also has fake nuts, and it gets kicked by a little no. robotic foot, and the head goes ah. No, stop it. No, it's not the way it should go. All right, 
All right. Well, that's the mermaid. All right. It reminds me. Have you ever seen the Edward Moybridge's, you know, series of things where he did the? Oh my God, that would be awesome, Sean. And the thing is, like, they didn't. Nobody would publish the one of the. Tugging, yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's like the foot comes up slowly, each frame by frame by frame, and then you get the exact study of the like crippling, like oh yeah. <laughs> Fortunately, Moybridge was superseded later by a much more accomplished set of experience experiments called America's Funniest Home Videos, which did that right. exact cap managed to capture that a number of times. Exactly. So. That is the world's <laughs> largest social experiment. You know, people doing that is your baby racist. They should have right. just contacted America's Funniest Home Videos and said, "Hey, next week's thing is uh, your baby reacting to black people. Send now, us in your but, videos." But as you've already said, YouTube is the modern yes, replacement. Right, yes, right. Exactly. And, and what have we learned from YouTube is that there are a lot of people who spell about as well as babies. Yeah, you see, and yeah, all yes, racist. Right, yes, right. And they are all racist. Yes. And you can't. That's the other holy thing. shit. You what can, if Sean just figured it out? What if all of the racism on YouTube is actually people's babies typing into the fucking YouTube? They're oh, all racist babies. Because yeah. babies are not smart enough to dabble in child porn. Right. That's right. Only cats are. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Well, we will say this is that uh, the the person on Twitter who friended us or followed us named Racist Baby. That person was awesome. Yeah, I... I that that made my day. That Every was the time, best thing ever. Yes, well done. Because I don't we think don't they, who it was, all they well did was done. just create an account called Racist. But they don't post anything. No, just just to make posted, one called Racist Baby. And all they did is they posted one thing that said, it's "You're here because I'm here." You're here awesome. because I'm here. It was perfect. It was the awesomest thing yeah. that has ever come well out of this done. show, pretty much. Yeah. Um. All right. So moving along, Juan comes back again, hard hitting. Mm-hmm. Hard hitting Juan. And he sends us something from the BBC. Okay. We love the BBC. You we love do. it when we get a link from the BBC. Like, for example, the dolphin talking guy. Mm-hmm. Was, that was BBC. Video gamers older than thought. Okay. Older than thought is in quotes. And it says, the average age of an adult video game player is 35, higher than previously 30 thought. plus. A U.S. study suggests... Wonderful for you, eh? Yeah. A team from the guys. Centers of Disease Control and Prevention. Thanks for that, guys, Thanks, for class... BBC. Yeah. You know... You could be working on Ebola, or like, hey, you may want yeah. to get on that whole yeah. swine flu thing. Yeah. No, we're playing video games. Yeah. It's for a, a te- study. A team from the Centers for Disease Control. Well, I was actually being mad that we were being classified as a disease. That's oh. what I was grumpy about. Yeah. Like, why is that? Why are they looking at it? But anyway, a team from Centers for Disease Control Prevention also found gamers were less healthy, fatter, and more depressed than non-gamers. Yeah, could have saved them some money. Really? <laughs> Awesome. Researchers from the government agency analyzed data from 500 adults aged 19 to 90 in the Seattle-Tacoma area of Washington State. That's the only place they picked? You know... What kind of a random study is that? Yeah. Let's go to the place that has bred the most serial killers and has the most suicides of anywhere in the country. And the most tech people. Yeah, let's go there. That sounds like a winner. This should be uh, our control group. Well, the control group is Tacoma. This doesn't make any sense because... This doesn't make any sense at all. Obviously, it's going to be older here than elsewhere because all the people are like Microsoft people or Boeing people. They're all engineers who play video games. It doesn't make any sense. This is the worst study ever. Okay. Science. More than 45% of those surveyed reported playing video games, and 43% were from Microsoft. Mm -hmm. 
I'm making that yeah, second one up. No, that's the team that. chose the Seattle-Tacoma area because its internet usage level is the highest within the U.S., and it is one of the larger markets for media. A U.K. survey from 2002 conducted by the Leisure Software Publishers Association found the average gamer was aged between 25 and 34, but it also suggested that the average age of the keenest players is gradually edging upwards, finding a finding reinforced by the CDC finding. The team from CDC examined people's perception of their mood, personality, health status, physical and mental health, body mass index, and quality of life. Female video game players reported greater depression and lower health status than female non-players, while male gamers reported a higher BMI and a greater reliance on the internet than non-gamers. To their credit, CDC's Dr. James B. Weaver said the results were not that surprising. <laughs> health risk factors, specifically a higher BMI and a large number of poor mental health days, differentiated adult video game players from non-gamers, he said. Video game players also reported lower extroversion, consistent with research on adolescents that linked video game playing to a sedentary lifestyle and overweight status. Is being overweight a status? Yeah, I think so, I guess. Yeah, I'm a status. Yeah. I think, like, does he go on to say, hey, if anybody can get me on the Gears 3 beta, I'd be really I'm grateful. Like, awesome. Awesome. We picked the Seattle Tacoma area because I was hoping that Bungie would bite me yeah, over. Yeah. Oh, does anyone know if the cake is actually a lie? I don't even understand. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. He died in the fire. What? Uh, yeah, he's, he's right. He keeps dying in the fire. I was hoping Valve could give me some tips. <laughs> I know you, Gabe Newell makes these games, and I wanted to see. Flu yeah, it's probably just normal flu. It's just the CDC has been on vacation. <laughs> yeah, they made that shit portal. up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They're stuck on. They're they're wondering like their TF2 attorneys have just been raging out of control. Right. So they're like, I don't care what you say. It is call yeah. it whatever. Right. We're not looking at it right now. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you, Juan. I didn't realize that they had done this study. Uh, so far. In fact, let's just, let's just finish out our wands. Let's finish out our wands. We've got, we've got just one more wand here. It's called Junk in the Trunk. I like the title of this Mm -hmm. email. There's some, there's some emails where you're like, I'm going to enjoy whatever's in this. And, and you want to know what? I was hoping that it was going to be like a, like more of a, like, you know, big butts link or something like this, right? Because it's junk in the trunk, right? Uh You know, a little something extra. You know what I mean? Okay. A little big bottom. You know, the sweeter the push, the sweeter the pushing. Right. So now it's back to actually being about it. Now here's the problem. The actual subject is way better than that, but it's up your alley, not mine. So to speak. So to speak. Stop it. Repair shop finds goat in car trunk. Oh, I remember this. Auto repairman James Prusci has seen some unusual things left in the cars he works on, but nothing quite like he found Friday in the trunk of, wait for it, a Chevy Malibu. Right, of course. Big surprise yeah. there. Was this in Florida? Uh, was this in Florida? That is a very good question. Uh, Winona Daily News. Where no, is that? I know. It's in Minnesota. I think. Okay. And because there's a crucial thing that's coming up. Because okay. really, I would say that you'd find goats, probably dead ones, but mostly dead goats in probably 30% of the Chevy Malibus in the country. Right, it's probably true. But this yeah. is in Minnesota, and okay. that would go on. Okay. And they'd a woman it. came into the Tires Plus in Winona just before noon, asking if the shop had time to replace a belt. Okay. Prushi's, yeah, the one that's holding the goat down in yeah, the back of my car. Breaking. It chews through yeah. the goat. It chews through the Yeah, belt. exactly. Prushi started the paperwork. Oh, by the way, the woman said. Oh, yeah. By the way, yeah. I have a goat in my trunk. Yeah, of course. 
Percy didn't think he heard her right. Goat like GTO or something. A what? Yes, a goat, the woman said. And it's alive. Yep. Of course She planned to butcher the animal later, but was passing through Winona on her way to St. Paul when the car broke down. Yeah. Why is it always when I'm transporting a live goat that of all the times that my Malibu could break down, it has to be when the live goat's in the trunk and is chewed halfway through to the backseat? Yep, exactly. That's no good. Of course, maybe the reason the car broke down is because it's chewed through the wheel well and into the axle or something. But um, anyway, she planned to butcher the animal, blah, blah, blah. The woman and a man and child who were waiting for her outside left while Pershing and others worked. (laughs) After about 10 minutes, they could hear the goat crying. Yeah. I'd be crying. We cracked open the trunk, you know, so it could breathe, and sure enough, there it was. It kind of poked its head up. How the y'all goat- doing? <laughs> I just imagine the little goat's like, yeah, where am I? Yeah, exactly. Well, I, I would like to underscore the fact that repair shop finds goat in car trunk. Yeah. Not very accurate headline. I mean, if I come in and say, hey, can you fix this belt? Also, there's a goat in the trunk. Right. You didn't really find yeah. the goat in the trunk per se. You kind of like confirmed. Like right. it would be repair shop confirms goat, goat in trunk, trunk yeah. is a little more accurate about yeah. what happened. Anyway, we cracked open the trunk, you know, so it could breathe. And sure enough, there it was. It kind of poked its head up. But the goat had been painted purple and gold. Yeah, the colors of the Minnesota Vikings. Yep. Shaved into its side was the number four, the number of Brett Favre who made his Vikings debut Friday night in a preseason game right. in the Twin Cities. So what you did is you had somebody that was expecting Favre to suck. They had okay. the goat ready. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And then they they made their point. They, you know, they planned out this political cartoonish version of what they thought would happen yes at the tailgating party and they're right. like all right well i made my point yeah he did su- i thought he'd suck he was the goat i win there's now i got this blood goat. all over the parking lot <laughs> no. is basically what it ends with she said she plans to butcher the She's goat going to kill they're the gonna goat. kill this goat. i think that like whoever did that is not the person who painted the goat my guess is that at the tailgating party he's like all right who wants a goat goat free goat who wants uh, this goat and then gave the goat away to this Oh, uh, okay, I see. But, and then she's like, oh, are we going to keep okay. the So you think they already had the tailgate they were coming yeah, from. Yeah, they were coming from. Okay. Yes. Okay. Right. Is what I assume happened. Okay. All right. Well, all I can say is... Well done. <laughs> <laughs> no, she, they went to the... They went to uh, Animal it, Cruelty. It, yeah, eventually. it ends up... It has a sort of happy, happy ending. The people at the repair shop called Animal Control. Right. They came. They got the goat. Yeah. Took it to a veterinarian. And I guess the goat's okay now. Okay. Now... Wait, so you can't lock a goat in your fucking trunk? Apparently not. Paint it and shave it with a number four? Like, what? Obama's what? ruining this country. Like, yeah, seriously? Exactly. Right? Well, if the election of Barack Obama proves anything, anything. it's that people are cannot take a goat home painted the color of a sports team if it's still alive in a Shelly Malibu anymore if they plan to have a belt replaced. Exactly. Which is ridiculous. You gotta at least leave a pacifier in the trunk. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That goat... I mean, needs a little keyhole, a little like backseat to well, goat I can't, I glory can't hole. Imagine what the goat is really thinking. I have no idea. This is, by the way, it's probably goat, thinking, well, we lost you know, that like, game. That, right. Yeah, maybe it loves being in the trunk. You never know. It, it, yeah. yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's like fucking awesome. He just yeah. I open the trunk, he hops in. Right, exactly. It's a great game. Yeah, he doesn't know about the slaughterhouse at the no, end. No, he doesn't. Uh, I don't know how I feel about this because at some level, it's like, well, you know, I eat goat. I mean, I would eat goat. I guess I don't, <laughs> but I would. 
I'll eat anything, pretty much, right? I don't have a high, I don't have a high standard for what kind of animals I'm willing to eat. So at some level, it's like, well, why should I care about how this goat is being treated prior to when it's going to get butchered? But at the same time, I kind of feel like, for some reason, I have a sort of, I, I feel like there's a distinction in my head where I go, I want things to either be classified as food or classified as pets and not in between. It's like, if this thing's going to be food, I want you to kill it, butcher it, serve it. Like, don't prolong the problem, right? And if it's a pet, I want it to be treated humanely. And when there, when it lands Those in the gray middle, lines. great, I'm not okay. Great I'm line. not comfortable with the, like, it's a pet for a while and then I eat it. Yeah. Like, that, I'm not okay with that, somehow. Yeah. I don't, I have no rational reason not to be, right? There's no pragmatic reason for me not to be. I just, Maybe for some reason, can't do Philadelphia it. Philadelphia for a wild weekend with Robert. You know, you know. It uh, could be. I don't know anybody, like, my dad Could had be. a goat for three days, and it was a complete disaster. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, but In fact, I think we told that story in the podcast where it ate through everything. It ate everything. It ate everything. So yeah. I would, you know, if Robert does any research at all, his name is Robert, right? Uh, Robert, the, the animal cruelty charges yeah. guy? Yeah, Robert Melia. Yeah, he needs to stay away from goats. Just giving you, you do not want to go goat. I don't, do you want to give him that advice, or would you rather... Him find out the hard way? Yeah. Or the not Pun so intended. Hard way? Yeah, the hard way is definitely, uh, definitely. <laughs> All right, next. Uh, so let's move on to, uh, <clears throat> I guess now we can finish off our Larry Johnsons as well. Larry writes in that he has a twofer, okay. he calls it. The twofer is a robot story and an animal story. Oh, okay. Wow. In one combination. Wow. How did I not hear about this? And all I can say is, I guess this is an argument for... Either, and I'm not sure which one it's going to be, we'll find out which argument it is, it is either an argument that we should really try to get to our mailbag sooner, okay, or, depending on how this goes, an argument for us to wait exactly as long as we did. Okay. And that is because the page we are seeking is no longer available at msnbc.com. It has expired. Oh, okay. But thankfully, the title and subtitle are still there, which I think will allow us to reconstruct... Okay. A fair bit of the story without requiring any particular archive.org magic. And that is, <clears throat> robot cats could care for older Britons. Okay, of course they could. Byline, ethical challenges include concerns about robots leading to social isolation. <laughs> okay. So, how come everybody... <sighs> yeah, this whole... Like, people do that for the internet, too. Yeah. Like, oh, people are on, I'm addicted to the internet. Yeah. Like, they don't get out and they don't wow. see people as much. It's yep. like, I, okay, I don't think the people that write that really know what addiction is. Yeah. <laughs> because <laughs> there's a whole nother thing there. Yeah. That they're not really, you know, the fact that you, like, want to be on the internet is yeah. not the same as a heroin addict. Yeah. You know, blowing a police officer in a back alley to get a dime bag. But it's here, another thing, yeah, but right? Wait, wait, are you sure? Are you sure that the only difference isn't that internet is available for $39.99 a month? Like, if you could only get internet by blowing a police officer, with the way I've seen you use Facebook on your iPhone, I'm not sure. No. I'm not necessarily certain at this point. No. What would happen? No. I think all that crazy shit is... It, it's also like the when they say the internet, 
is is addicting and stuff. I don't even know what that means. It means Facebook to one person, email to another, pornography to the next. It's like saying like, oh, I'm addicted to the computer. I mean, it's, it's well. I think there's anything. I think there's probably like all things, there's uh, levels of addiction and they're probably difficult to classify chemically because they probably have lots of different chemical pathways. There's just basic, like, positive reinforcement, Mm -hmm. right? Conditioning and stuff like that. Like when you go on YouTube and there's an animal link. Right. Yeah. And then so you want to keep checking. Anytime someone sends you a YouTube link, you're going to check because it might be that an awesome animal thing. As good as that first one. Yeah. Okay. Or whatever. Or even better sometimes. Right. Right. Sometimes it it gets hit in the nuts or whatever. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Perfect. And I mean, all the way to like something that's like you have serious physical uh, side effects that right. occur if you don't have physical it. and psychological right. addiction, like shaking, you know, right. like uh, like hallucinations or I mean, there's there's all kinds of things you can have, right? I, I you know, I went on vacation. I didn't straighten out my roaming on my iPhone, and I've been hallucinating a video clip. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah, like, exactly. I imagined yeah. I'm like in yeah. the air, kind of yeah, exactly on something. Right, yeah. Well, I imagine the iPhone is actually like I the iPhone is like methadone, right? It does yeah, all the same true. shit that your computer does, only really poorly. Yeah. So it's... you can't so there's like this built in like sort of shitty no, version it actually, of it. You know, you're more right than I think you even intended. It's not just that it's a shittier version. Methadone is like a less bad for you heroin. Yeah. But it's more psychologically addicting, which is true of the iPhone as well. It's like everything is worse on it. Yeah. But when you have it with you, like Lull in the conversation, you check your email. Like, yeah, I hate that shit. Yeah, all the time. Yes. You know, you're like, oh, the light's red. Or in your case, thing. the light's green. Hey, stop it. I'm just Foot saying, on accelerator, hand on iPhone. No. Yeah. Well, that's because I was looking up an email. But I'm just yeah. saying. Yes, that- you did today read your email yeah. while driving. Yes. I watched you do it. Yes. Yeah. Well, I had to come well, get you. No, I, I think there's still, you're under, under. Well, we didn't talk about understanding the the ethical issues here of the cats. cats, Yeah, because you know, a what happens when the robot cat downloads child porn? Yeah, on your computer. This is an excellent point. Yeah, Sean just brought up an excellent point, which is: Will these robot cats be programmed to be able to download child porn like real cats can? Well, or are they like because you know, robot cats? Though all you need to do is like fix that at your router because they use Wi-Fi, right? So you put a block on there and you're fine. Now here's the question. Robotic cats, will they have lasers? Because in my mind, I don't think that you can deploy robot cats without lasers. Just science fiction-wise, it seems like they should have a laser of some kind. That seems like a really bad idea because then they see their laser and they start chasing it. And then smack right in the wall. It's like a carrot on a stick that's attached to their back, right? They can't ever catch the laser. Yeah, I turned on my robot cat and he just ran off the I ran off the distance and we never saw him again. again. It was like a turtle. Yeah. Um, So... Here's the thing, though. Why would you make them cats? Because, like, cats I don't, don't know. give a shit about people. They, like, it's, well, maybe that's to mirror society's indifference towards old people. Yeah, all oh, right, 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 right. It's like, it's really we're just, giving you an animal that embodies all of the care that we, we actually about have you. about you. Right, exactly. Yeah. Now go to a nursing home yeah. and want your house. Yeah, right. pretty yes, much. Exactly. Pretty much. That's a secret. It's really... The ro- they but what them- are the ethical... Where is the ethical challenge in having a robot cat care for... What's the ethical challenge? 
Well, I think... Did they say social isolation, but that person would have been socially isolated anyway. So where well, is the ethics well, problem there? They don't there? have a robot house or a robot cats or whatever robots. They are either dead or they've got somebody coming to this. Okay, what, well, if the ro- what if it's a robotic tiger they can ride around on then? Is that better? I mean, what do they want from us here? Because I'm going to still say one thing right now. I'm okay with putting a laser on a cat because I don't think I can do that much with that. But a laser-equipped tiger, tiger that's scary. That's, a, that's horrible. So as far as I'm concerned, that's we have a complete yes. Right. No, I would say this. I guess what I'm saying is old people need mounts. They probably should have a mount. No. At this I, point, you're level 72 or whenever you're retired. 73, 74, whatever. I, Technically, you can do early level up at 59 and a half, <laughs> right? You should get a mount at that point. You should have a mount. And you can ride around on your laser tiger all you want, doing anything I that you want. I think you're missing the bigger picture. Yeah. And that is, look, these, these robot cats, they're not being paid. They're effectively slaves. Right. Sorry, I tuned you out for a minute. Stop Why? it. No, I did though. But what was the? What's the downside? Don't worry about it, Sean. I tune him out all the time. Downside of slavery for the robot cats are slaves. Well, the cats are gonna hate that shit. Right. Well, so that that was what I was wondering whether you had mentioned the, the obvious problem. Then is that the cats will rebel. Yes. Yeah, lead to the robot uprising. Yeah, we don't. Right, want... and I am am like feeling like a retard for suggesting we give them all lasers at that point. I yeah, suppose. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, good job, Casey. Yeah, I'm like, sorry, guys. Yeah, you're, you, now we have to carry mirrors around all the time. To <laughs> yeah, exactly. The lasers. Yeah. yeah. Uh, thanks. This yeah. isn't a good look for me. No. You know, a big uh, suit made of mirrors is not slimming at all. No, it's right? not. Especially if I'm near someone that's fatter than right, me. Right, exactly. I just him, look like them. I look as ugly this as sucks. the person. Yeah, exactly. Thanks, Casey. Yeah. And your goddamn laser right. idea. Right. Not oh. to mention the fact that all cat lasers will go on indefinitely because yeah. they just keep bouncing around around everyone's mirrors. <laughs> so there's just this giant network of mirror, like mirrors Hopefully. and lasers. It That's the future. The future is a bad '70s disco, right? <laughs> Scene kind of thing with like uh, all these like reflective balls no, and stuff. No, it's a bad like the future is just one huge um, augmented reality version of Chromatron, where there's right. Like, oh, but, yeah, there you go. Lasers bouncing around, hitting a cat, yeah. and hopefully destroying it. Yeah. Fuck. Okay, and that seems like a reasonable place to stop. Um, you can send us an email at podcast at jeffandcaseyshow.com. You can also check us out on Facebook and Twitter where we're posting um, pictures and links and stuff all the time. And we will see you next week. Thanks.